0: Welcome along to the Sports Girl Podcast. Today we're in the Lakeside Killaloo Hotel and I'm joined by Denise O'Flaherty and Jerkin Ann. Welcome, ladies.
1: Hi, Valerie. Hi, Valerie.
0: We're going to take a first look, I suppose, at the TG Car All-Ireland Senior Championship Ladies Football. Um, Denise, we're going to have a look at Group 1, Round 1. It was Tipperary, 2-10, Kerry, 3-13. Kerry off to um, a winning start, I suppose, after them being relegated this year and they didn't have a great start. They weren't, weren't I suppose, knocked off by Cork as Munster title. They didn't get the Munster title either. But
1: Yeah, and I actually thought that this game would be a tight affair, but it wasn't so much in the end. Sarah Houlihan scored two three for the kingdom. A very good score from an individual. Andrea Murphy got their other goal and um, it was a great start for them um, because that group was going to be tough. I thought Tip, you know, with the year they've had the one the division two title they gave Cork a game in the Munster semi-final but I think you know Kerry having that extra time of playing the football at a higher level does help and they've got a win and it was vital for them as well because in um, a few weeks time they're playing Donegal which will be a real humdinger of a game and it'll really test Kerry then. Of
0: course it's not easy coming back from being relegated and a bad loss in the Munster final but they did.
1: Yeah and uh, that's exactly what they wanted um, Was game, I suppose if it was against no disrespect a team from another county would they have ri- risen their game, rose their game as much but the fact that it was from a local game uh, a, a lot of people were looking at tip you know can tip make strides in the senior championship this year so um, a very good win you know scored 3-13 I know they conceded 2-10 but uh, 3-13 a very good score.
0: Yeah, it was great. And in Group Two, Round One, Armagh one eleven, Monaghan one eleven. So Monaghan kind of escaped with a draw there in the end.
1: Yeah, and I was actually keeping uh, tabs on this game, and um, they actually had a chance Armagh to win the game. Um, Caroline O'Hanlon, which you would actually expect her. I remember a few years ago she caused Longford problems in the intermediate. Did expect her to um, sort over a free. She missed that. Um, Monaghan were. Um, leading in this game, and Armagh missed an awful lot in the first half. I was just looking at the Twitter feeds about it, and um, Monin were well in front, going into the, the dying seconds. But um, Blaheen Macken got um, Armagh's goal for them, and it brought them back into the game because Rosemary Courtney had found the back of the net for Monin in the first half. So, um, you know, I suppose for Armagh, they're going to feel that they came out of this game, they were losing it. They got a draw and then probably what might have been because it would have been nicer to get the win but unfortunately honour is even.
0: Can um, a f- missing a free like that have an effect on players for the next game?
1: I, that it's it's hard to know because um, it depends on the mentality of the player. Um, I remember years ago and it's always been brought back to that Ray Hosgrove from Dublin missed a free against Armagh in the 2002 um, senior All-Ireland semi-final and for so much you'll always remember Ray Cosgrove, oh he was the Dublin player that missed Mm. you know certain things like that I suppose it's the early stages of the championship so Caroline would be able to pick herself up and she's the type of player that she has faith in her own ability and she's a very good player so I suppose and with her teammates as well, listen they got back into the game um, they probably didn't expect to even come out of there with a draw, so I suppose they will be delighted in some ways that they got the draw
0: Great, that's a great result for them as well. In group three, round one, Waterford two eleven, Westmead two twelve, a potential um for Westmead to head to quarter final now, Denise.
1: Yeah, and um it was Leanne Sleven. She was the match winner for Westmead getting a late point for them. But I tell you they were made work for this win. Um I seen Waterford play in the division two semi final against Cavan a very good team, I felt they were hard done by that day, you know, a few decisions didn't go their way, and I knew that this was going to be a tough game for Westmead. Um, Laura Lee Walsh and Aoife Connolly got their goals, and I suppose it's going to be tough on Waterford, this result, the fact that they were so near getting a result here that, you know, they couldn't see out the game, but then just to show you the great resolve in Westmead that, you know, they always say that play to the final whistle, and that's exactly what um, Westmead done.
0: I think you uh, tipped Westmead this time last week, did you?
1: Yeah, I did. I tipped Westmead, so uh, I got that one right.
0: You're going great with your predictions. <laughs> In Group Four, Round One, Cavan four thirteen, Mayo three twenty two. Big, big game for Mayo this weekend. Lots of talking points, obviously, but taking everything aside of what happened during the week and all the emotions that were, I suppose, preferably high heading into the games. Eight championship debuts, three twenty two from play. What a game!
1: Listen, my old ladies let the football do the talking. Um, And I thought it was very good in the week that they had, that um, Peter Lee waited until after the game to make a statement. No one came out. There was no bitchiness in the statement neither. And um, they just went about their game, as you said, 322 from play. Huge. That's a phenomenal score. Um, when 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 you think of it, like the six different scores as well. Sarah Rowe scored 17, and I was actually just looking at something beforehand, and uh, Sarah Rowe was um, commented on how the players were very much behind Peter Leahy. Um, she's still friends with the players that you know the, the players that, that, that didn't um play in, the, play in the game last week and that left the panel. But um she said that she was honest about Peter and that, you know, he's tough on them and constructive criticism. And my mum always says about that, about it's not what you say, it's the way that you say it. And you know, you have to have constructive criticism. And it's how you deal with that, and maybe by saying those words, constructive criticism, we might see where some of the problems were that lay with which, which um, the the, the players walking off the panel. But um, I can offer his Calvin 413, like 413, and lose. I got to see the second half of this game, um, Longford Miners. We're in a, a Shield final against the Dubs on Saturday, so I got to see the second half of the game, an absolutely fantastic game of football. I must give Niall McCormick a mention as well, well-reffed well by by Niall McCormick as well. But, um, you know, eight, eight championship debuts.
0: Mio that's a huge out, positive yeah. for them, and yeah. all those girls as well, and to come on and to play like that must be very encouraging for Peter and the girls.
1: Yeah, that's exactly it. Listen, um, we all see that about players nowadays, compared to years gone by, about playing for a manager. And when you see that players aren't performing, you kind of go, well, are they doing that because of the manager? Which which is sad to see if there's something. Where every one of those girls went out on Saturday because I had tipped me, oh, I thought, "Me, oh, we're going to have so much in this. And then what happened afterwards? Mm, we heard followed. about yeah, the departures. And then someone said to me, you know, Calvin could give them. And I thought, yeah. And then I heard a few of the Calvin players had left the panel, so I still thought that you know meo still had enough quality and definitely quality when you see three twenty two from play.
0: What do you think those girls that left the panel felt like after they seen um i suppose a match like this
1: i don't know it's 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 hard um we don't know the ins and outs of it um player welfare was mentioned, yes, the whole team didn't go unmasked um so we don't know what what the story is i'm sure for some of them maybe did they go because they felt that they had to go and support a friend or friends we don't know how that is so it must be tough because for a lot of these players they play football because they love playing football so they missed out on a chance of playing for their county um on television um and you know unless things are resolved they might miss playing for their county this year i think they're trying to trying to uh, resolve the issue but um listen Mio don't mind you know they've a weekend off this weekend so we'll see how they are next week coming into their game against dublin
0: yeah it'll be interesting to see i suppose how it all unfolds over the next few weeks but i suppose a big congratulations for those eight championship debuts and let's hope that they can go on and you know play well without whoever's gone
1: yeah i think you know with, with the men gone now um everyone in me is kind of looking well they're under 20s as well but everyone's kind of looking at um we to, to do the business and the ladies Um i've a really good friend diana Horan and i knew frank brown down there so i'd always kind of have have a soft spot oh, yes. for, for for them cork as well but cork have been the <laughs> the, the, the dominant force, so you know i think we've, they've done enough so i'd love to see me ladies and i'm glad that you know events last week didn't overshadow this game that the girls come out there was nothing on social media from any of the players Mm. Sarah Rowe then just come out and give her honest opinion you know she wasn't having a swipe on anyone but she said you know how Peter was and that she was doing it for the manager so that's how she felt.
0: That's great that was a look back at last against TG Carroll Ireland senior hurling or senior hurling imagine Senior, too much hurling. That's, that's me, too much hurling the weekend. <laughs> Senior Football Championship. Also, take a look at, there was two big games at in the Intermediate Ladies Football the weekend. Tyrone, 3-18, to Wicklow's
1: 2-6. Yeah, and uh, Tyrone have definitely signalled their intention with a big win over Wicklow. Lost the All-Ireland final last year, so I'm sure they'll want to be in Crow Park on September the 16th. Uh, Chloe McCaffrey got a hat-trick of goals for Tyrone and the Ulster side led 3 8 4 at the break. Now, I would have thought that Wicklow, for me, you know, I know they they won the Division 4 title and it was Division 4, that they might have gotten something out of this game or at least give Tyrone a game. But I suppose you look at it even in men's football, when you're playing at a higher level, it does help. And um, then after the break, Gemma Begley and McCaffrey completed the scoring for Tyrone. So um, a fantastic start for them. And Wicklow face a must-win game now this weekend against Offaly. And, well, of
0: course, this game, me, the beating Fermanagh, 11-24 to 260. I mean, there's a scoreline.
1: We mentioned Gall's result against Armagh in the final, where they scored nine goals. But this is just mad. Like, you talk about a tiered championship in the men's game. Well, this is... I, th- I think there's an awful lot of counties that are too strong no disrespect to Mead. now a couple of years ago Mead were senior. Mm. That an awful lot of them are just too strong for certain groups. And Mead now have really proven that. Like 11-24 is just... Like for Manor, two-six two-six could actually win a game. He could, of course he could. But, you know, um, Mead just Marion Farley scored 3-3. Three, three. Neva Sullivan and Stacey Grimes scored 2-2 two, two apiece. They also had Vicky Wall on the score sheet. Mead have some fantastic players all over their, their squad. They were beaten by Wexford, big shock in the championship this year. Or sorry, by Wicklow, in the Leinster championship this year. So I think that was maybe the kick in the backside. They needed, it. And uh, sorry for mali you were on the receiving end of it. And then you just go through the other games. Wexford had a very good win, three nine two one six, over Kildare. I find myself croaky. Apologies, I've got a dose. Um. You know, Wexford already defeated them in um, the Leinster Championship this year, so another good win for um, Wexford. Sligo then defeated my own county Longford to twelve to eight points, and I did say that I feel Longford were going to struggle this year. Um, Sinead Nocton and Katie Walsh penalty for Sligo, while Michelle Farrell scored six of the eight points. Six out of the eight points for Longford. Um, so um, there were the other games in the intermediate championship but the two teams you're looking at really are Tyrone and Meath. Uh, Mead.
0: I'll allow you to take a drink there for a second while I ask you this. What is it with we see it I suppose every week in ladies' football, the high scoring like most games, Cabinet of four thirteen, three twenty two, allowed three seventeen, Antrim Antrim one nine, like eleven twenty four, like every game, forget taking even the eleven twenty four orders, there's lots of high scoring in those games. It's fast and furious
1: now in finding ladies football and it's very attacking. You know, I'd rather sit down now and watch a top quality la- game, ladies game of football than watch what is perceived to be now our, our Super 8s because apart from Monaghan and Kildare, there was nothing really that would excite anyone whereas you sit down and watched the Cavan game on Saturday, it was a fantastic game of football. I, You know, there's no real blanket defences there's nothing like that teams go out attack just with the way football football. Should, football yeah they play football the way football should be played it's really like, you know everyone's on about you know how hurling has you know the scores on hurling now and teams are racking up high scores um that's the same now with, with ladies
0: football it's great to see and it's great now that they have the platform and that there is 17 live games going to be shown across over the next few weeks which is great for us all to be watching well listen this, um boulebus
1: to tg carr Um, I came in watch that game. I was going to flick over, and I said no. I will watch um, Kerry and Kildare in the under twenty. You know they've given us a fantastic outlet to watch um any type of football. You know, men's um ladies,
0: and um you know these double headers very good as well for them game. Of course, as you said, I suppose we can't speak highly enough of TG Carr that does promote the Mm. Gaelic games for us here in Ireland. Do you want to take a look at the TJ Carolina Junior Championship results? Yeah. Um in Group A round one, allowed three seventeen Antrim one nine.
1: Yeah, I kind of predicted um Loud to win this. And I think that for many, you know, Loud are the favourites to win this game. Antrim, I don't know what has happened them in the last couple of years. They just have gone downhill. Um, you know, fourteen points in the difference. Lauren Boyle scored 3-7, so um she basically scored um more than um, Antrim scored combined so uh, a very good result for them and you know that's what they wanted the start of the championship.
0: What's it like for a player when you realise that you've scored more than the opposition like that be severe like confidence boost?
1: Yeah I've covered an awful lot of it in ladies football I found yes, yeah, it happens a lot. yeah and schools matches where I've done games I remember Sarah Dillon for Bally, Matt and Mercy you know young girl from um, Milltown Westmeath and uh, she used to literally beat teams on her own and you know, and it wasn't that she, she wanted the ball all the time she just got herself in, into good space she set up an awful lot of scores as well it's just that she, she got herself in the space to do it but um, when, you're d- when you're doing that when you're beating that position on your own it's, it is
0: amazing yeah it is quite um, I'd have loved to have done that in my day when I played <laughs> but I was on the bench so I couldn't have done it <laughs> in group B round 1 Carlo 2-9, Derry one eleven. Derry missing out by just a point
1: yeah and I actually thought Derry would win this game because um they went in as Ulster champions. Um Carlo were beaten by Loud in the All- in the Leinster final. But um Derry did beat Carlo last year in the All Ireland semi-final, so a little bit of revenge from Carlo. Um Carlo are a team that you know are 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 kind of steadily making strides there and a fantastic result for them to get one over Derry and a good start to the championship.
0: Great. That was a look at the All Ireland Senior Championship for the TG Cajar ladies football, of course, and the junior. Open intermediate.